Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. We choose what we chase. I'm not about to quote myself, but it was me. I said this. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of my Coffee Talk podcast for today's episode, we're going to be talking about part two from last week, which is how to pick up your own slack. I kind of wanted to do a follow-up episode solely to go into exactly how I've been picking up my own slack. You know, it's one thing to talk about it, but then it's a whole other thing to try and integrate the information we discussed last week into your day-to-day living. And so I figured following it up and sharing with you guys just little tips and tricks and just having a live chat with you guys about what it's actually like to pick up the slack felt right, you know, felt right in my bones. I don't know why this has just felt like such a general theme of life lately with just everything that's been going on and the amount of work to do and all of that. And also just too the time of year with it being back to school and the shift in seasons, I feel like this is kind of turning into get your shit together season. Someone like quoted a tweet and tagged me in that the other day, but I was like, wow, that's so true. This season is basically the season of getting your shit together. And I love that because if any season was going to be a gist season, I love that it just so naturally happened to fall upon autumn because what else made more sense? And with fall just being a giant gist of a season, it's also a really good time to start focusing on maybe areas of our life that we kind of let go of in the summer. I feel like the summer is always that time where I try my hardest to stay headstrong and get a lot of work done. But of course, you know, you go on trips, you go on vacations, the weather's nice. So you just want to go out and spend time with your friends and just be doing things that it can so easily slip into the season of indulgence. And while 
While indulgence can be great, I definitely feel like I'm getting to that point with summer where I've had my fair share of indulgence of 2018, and I'm ready to kind of put my head down and get to work, you know? So the funny thing is, I feel like the last few weeks in a row now, I've been constantly being like, okay, come Monday, I'm starting fresh. Like, new me, new habits, I'm picking up the slack, getting some work done, I'm going to go ham, I'm going to be just almighty, you know, resourceful and just (laughs) successful and just going ham, just going ham. There's no other way to put it aside from just going ham. I just felt like each Monday that was rolling around, I was over myself, I was over my excuses, I was over kind of feeling crummy and just overindulging, I guess. And I just was ready to go ham. And every single Monday that rolled around, I would start off strong. And then by Tuesday or Wednesday, as it always does, something would pop up. And I would just so easily cave and give in and be like, ah, screw it next Monday. Summer's not over yet. But like, I'm getting to the point now. No, I am at the point now where summer is over. And it's just time to start. It was just the other morning that I was thinking about You Are Badass. It's a book that I've read a million times. And I'm thinking, thinking about picking it back up again, just because I feel like being woke by Jen Sincero once again in my life. And she actually popped into my head the other morning when I woke up, where her quote that just, I don't know why, it just hit me as I was making my morning coffee, was, if you're ready to change your life, you'll find a way. And if you're not, you're going to find an excuse. And I felt like this was just the ongoing theme of my life the last couple of weeks, where I was wanting to change my life. And even though I would start off with good intentions and look for ways, I would eventually fall just victim to a good old excuse and think, okay, well, whatever. Next week, I'll try it again. And I feel like that's totally normal and it's totally human. And we need to kind of not get caught up in the drama of just beating ourselves up for falling into that kind of victim cycle of, uh, screw it, this excuse is good enough for me to give up and abandon my hopes and dreams for the near future, at least. But that's human. I feel like with the other parts of our bodies and the other parts of our everyday lives, I guess, that we tend to ignore is, you know, how are our emotions that day? How are our souls that day? Or how is just the overall timing of life? How heavy are the burdens that we're carrying right now? And these can even be something as simple as just stressing over what day you're going to find to go get groceries or whether it's maybe a bad conversation you have with a friend that even though you told yourself you let go of it, it's still kind of sticking in the back of your mind. There are so many layers to our lives going on at once that it can't be so simple to just slay every single week and start every single Monday just off completely right, just going headstrong into all of your goals and dreams and whatever every single week of every single month of every single year of our lives. It's just totally not feasible and it's totally unrealistic. That said, though, I feel like just like coming out of summer and going into autumn, I feel like there's also pockets of our lives where we're ready to kind of come out of those phases, though, where we're ready to be like done with our excuses and done with our narratives and actually just face head on the things that are roadblocking our way so that we can move them out of the way and get going back on track. And that's kind of where I'm at with life. It isn't just a, oh, I'm not dealing with things that I should be dealing with. It's I've kind of dealt with them now and I'm truly just ready to let go of my excuses and start finding ways to actually get ahead and just 
maybe not even get ahead, just enjoy the work that I'm doing on a day-to-day life. I guess in a way, it's almost like surrendering to what you have to do instead of constantly focusing on what you wish you were doing, you know? That's exactly how I feel right now. Like I'm ready to just surrender to the things that I have to do and learn to make them fun rather than focusing on what I'd rather be doing. In a way, I feel like in general, summertime was a halftime in itself, you know, from the last episode where we talked about just getting real and getting honest and accepting where we are and then forgiving ourselves and focusing. I feel like those were the four main kind of cycles I went through this summer where the beginning of the summer I was just dealing with getting honest and then I went through a phase where I was just very accepting of where I was at and then I went through a phase of going to BC and just really soul searching and trying to forgive myself and forgive, I I don't even know, I guess forgive a lot of the pent up emotion that I never really dealt with for a long, long time and just all that corny stuff. And then now I feel like I'm in the final phase of halftime where I'm ready to just focus and it feels good. But at the same time, I feel like the last few weeks of me turning into focus mode has been more so me just sitting along on the sidelines, chugging my Gatorade and not really paying attention to the game. And I'm ready to pay attention to the game again. And I feel like if you guys are listening to this, it means you probably came from last week's episode and you might be feeling that way too. So let's just do it. Let's just actually pick up our slack and maybe stop talking about it. I mean, right after this podcast, that is, because there's still a lot more to say. So to get back into the game, here is what I did. And when I say here's what I did, I mean, I literally did this all last night. First, I started with my priority list. And I mentioned this in last week's episode. I've also mentioned this in multiple videos and things by now. But priority lists are one of those things that I find really help me in phases of my life where I kind of feel a little aimless and a little out of focus. It's just a list of things that you're trying to make your priority focus at the moment. And writing this down is so, so helpful because it not only gives you maybe the top three things you should be focusing or rather are high key focusing on, but it also gives you some other things and some wiggle room to list a few others that are also important, but maybe not as important as your top three, but still up there that when you do have time to spare or when push comes to shove or when, you know, when the universe just kind of throws things at you, if it's one of those priority things, maybe that's kind of like a sign that you need to follow. But that is why I like making priority lists. It's the first way to help me zone in on exactly where my attention and my focus needs to go. And so last night I rewrote out my priority list and it's something that I tend to rewrite now and then. Now I've gone through phases where my priority list is a little bit more generalized, like friends and family or trust in the universe or things like that. But this time around, because we're trying to focus and actually pick up the slack, I found that when I was writing things out and I was being too general, that's when I still felt that insistent, like, weird ickiness where I was like, okay, but I get that that's a focus, but how do I actually turn that into an action item? How do I actually act upon that? So this time around, I made my priority list really detailed and I got super specific about what my priorities were. It wasn't just a general priority list of these are the things that are important to me as a human being on a overall consensus. This was more of a, for the next little bit, I don't know when this might change, but at least for the next few weeks, these are the priority goals that I'm working on. I found that the more generic I was writing out each goal, the more generic my focus felt. So to zone in, I had to get more specific. Putting things down like work is great, but when I actually wrote down YouTuber, it was like, okay, 
I can focus on work in such a general aspect, but right now my main focus within work is Utober. That's the number one thing I'm choosing to focus on right now. So whenever I am lost or confused, that's my number one work goal. And that is exactly where I will go to when I have any free time. And I will zone in my focus, zone in my energy, even my spare time and my free time, just getting creative with things like Utober, because that is where I'm choosing to put my focus. That is a part of my life right now that I'm really wanting to chase and just give it my all and put in everything. I wrote out about roughly 10 of these things, 10 specific goals that kind of fit into the different criteria of things. So when I was saying, you know, you could put down friends and family and you could put down work and you could put down health, those are very generic things. And if those are the things that first come up for you, write them down. But if you want to get more specific, what is it about your health you want to focus on? What is it about your friends and family that you want to focus on? What is it about your work that you want to focus on or your school that you want to focus on? Or is it even just that you want to work on fashion or whatever it is, a hobby, a specific goal you have in mind or just spiritual growth. Get specific on those labels now. So when I was writing down work and I wrote Utober, I also, when I was writing down fitness, wrote down yoga. That is something that I'm really trying to kind of push myself to grow more within. And my running right now is really fine. I kind of like it just the way it is, but yoga is something that I constantly want to grow in. So instead of just saying, okay, one of my main focuses right now, one of my top priorities is fitness. It's okay. One of my top priorities right now is growing within yoga. And then from there, I decided to organize that list into order. So once you have your specific goals, once you have gotten as specific as you feel you need to get, go around to each one and label it from one to 10 in order of what you think is most important to least important. And it's going to feel really hard because putting anything towards the bottom of that list is going to feel like you're casting it off as just not important. But keep in mind that these are just the top 10 things you're focusing on in your life right now. If you want, you can even make a secondary list of like extra things to also think about. But just remember that the top 10 things is still higher in priority than all of the things that you're not able to list here. So these are just 10 goals that you feel are most important to bettering your life in this exact moment and you can let go of all of the other ones knowing that there's going to be time in the future to focus on those other things as well. So even whatever you put as number 10 is going to be more important than it's going to feel putting it there. I'm only rambling about this because this one took me some time because I was so, oh, how do I put three top things and then how do I even know what order it goes in after that? Four to 10 isn't as important, but definitely label it in the way so that you have the top three things to focus on so that you can narrow down your focus even more and not get overwhelmed by these things and not get overwhelmed by trying to change your life and pick up your slack. And then, like I said, make those top three things your main focus. This is, I'm not kidding you guys, what has made such a huge difference in my mindset lately, waking up and having this list, just knowing that it exists, just even picturing it in my mind as I'm going to bed. I try and think about those top three things when I'm, you know, chilling in traffic or when I'm trying to fall asleep or any time that I can, I pop my brain to those three things that I'm trying to focus more on right now. And instantly I feel motivated. Instantly I'm like, okay, whatever I'm doing right now, I can't wait to get it done so that I can move on to the next thing. And for the first time in what's felt like a few weeks, at least, I feel super just motivated and inspired and ready to kind of put my head down. I don't feel that weird FOMO you get, like the whole world is in on some party and you're not there for it, which is a topic we actually have talked about before too in the you are the party. But for the first time in at least, at least I want to say a month, I feel like I'm just so content 
focusing on my priorities that there's nothing else I really want to think about or really want to be doing. And it feels really good because suddenly you're like, damn, I love life. Like, you know, when you were a kid and you just got like super excited about something random like Neopets and all day you would just, you wouldn't care about what happened at school. You were coasting through, you were just in the best mood all day. doesn't matter that like your dad packed you an egg salad sandwich because you were going home to play Neopets. And that's exactly how I feel just years, you know, at least 10 years later now that I'm like, it doesn't matter what happens all day today because I know the minute I have a pocket of free time, I'm working on Utober. Or I know the second that I'm going to clock out of work for the day, I'm going to go roll out my mat and do some yoga and practice like my arm stands and my hand stands. And there's just these infusions and things that I'm just so excited about right now that I feel like that inspired little kid version of me again. The priority list is a game changer. If you don't even do the rest of the things that I talk about in this podcast, definitely at least come up with a priority list or come up with the top three things that you're focusing on right now. It's going to narrow your focus down so much and it's going to stop burning your energy constantly trying to decide what you should be focusing on so much that you're going to feel like just a whole new person and so excited and so inspired. Trust me. But in the meantime, I am going to dip out. I'm actually going to make myself a coffee because I did not start this coffee talk with one. So excuse me while I go do that and leave you guys with a message from a few of our coffee talk sponsors. Something I've been really trying to work on lately is eating more organic. So when I heard about Green Chef, I figured that it was pretty much perfect. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel really good about. Their meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, carnivore, literally everything you can think of, all of which that contain a variety of organic ingredients. The recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos, which is the highlight point, to guide you along the way. The ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepared. Not to mention that with Green Chef, it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options that you wouldn't have tried already at home. I personally love that they actually have a full system catered towards vegans because lately I've just been feeling a little bored with my own recipes. I feel like I've been making the same thing for a while, so trying out some new ones from Green Chef might just be right up my alley. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, just head on over to greenchef.us slash talk. That's greenchef, G-R-E-E-N-C-H-E-F dot U-S slash T-A-L-K to get $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Here's a question. How did you sleep last night? Did you spend the night tossing and turning? Lately, I have definitely been. Even just, you know, just pushing myself to try some yoga lately has kind of left my body a little bit more sore at night, especially my lower back, leaving me not very well slept. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, then you've got to try Purple Mattress. The Purple Mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that has been developed by an actual rocket scientist. It's not like any other memory foam that I'm used to. The Purple Mattress feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time, so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it helps keep you cool while you sleep. You can get a 100-night risk-free trial, and if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, and it comes with free shipping and returns. So you're going to love Purple, and right now, my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts that they're offering site-wide. Just go to purple.com and use my promo code TALK at the checkout. That's purple.com with the code TALK. 
The only way to get this free pillow is to use the code TALK at checkout at purple.com using the code TALK. As a student in today's world, you're used to doing things your way. They said you'll need this textbook. You said I'll find it somewhere cheaper online. They gave you strict class times. You said I'll make my own course hours. They said we can't help you financially. You said I'll earn it somewhere else. They play by yesterday's rules, and you're today's student. That's why I want to introduce you guys to Chegg. Chegg is a leader in online study assistance. Whether you need textbook solutions or expert Q&A, there is no better tool to help you ace any class than Chegg Study. They have everything you need to make the most of any study session or breeze through even the toughest of homework problems. You can study at home on your desktop or anywhere on the go with Chegg's Study mobile app. And with expert help being available 24-7, you can get an answer back in as little as two hours, anytime, anywhere. It's funny because I've always been someone that likes to work from home and work alone, but I definitely love collaborative energy. So working with someone online or even just having that person to ask a question to and have it re-explained to me back in the day would have been such a huge help for me. So for $5 off your first month's subscription, go to chegg.com talk and use the promo code talk. That's Chegg, C-H-E-G-G dot com slash T-A-L-K. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I So bringing it on back, I just made myself the best espresso ever, by the way, and I used the hazelnut creamer and it was so good and I feel just like completely jolted up and ready for the second half of this podcast episode. But where was I? So another thing I decided is that I wanted to reestablish my overall target of goals and just kind of pinpoint where exactly I was headed because the other thing about feeling like a lack of focus and feeling like you've kind of dropped your slack is that you also tend to feel like the world is just constantly moving on a treadmill and you're running, but you're not too sure exactly where you're headed. And so I wanted to get back on track with where I wanted to at least be headed short term. I feel like long term, this is too hard for me. Doing this for more than a year always kind of freaks me out because then I I get too over the top with, well, what if I wanted to do this instead? Or what if that ends up being something I don't love? Because I'm not going to know those things until I get there. So that's why I always try and only plan for like a year or two in advance, knowing that, 
at least then I'll know what I want. Because at this point, how can I know what I'm going to want in four years or five years or 10 years? You know, every single day I feel like I change what I want. So the most I'll ever do is about a year or two of what goals do I think I want to accomplish in that short amount of time? This just gets me aware of where I want to be heading or the direction at least that I want to start walking in to make sure that I'm going somewhere with purpose. But if you do want to do it for five years or for 10 years, or if you know exactly what you're going to want at that point in your life, then definitely write it down. Because if you can get more specific about where exactly and what exactly you want out of this life and where you want to head with this life, then odds are you'll going to have a higher chance of actually ending up there because you know what you want, so you know how to go for it. So write down whatever list of however many years you want, but just get a general direction of where you're going with your life and why you're writing down the goals that you are writing down. So when I write things down like Utober, I am trying to also be clear on exactly why Utober is important to me. And doing so has also made it so that even though it's a very like heavy workload. It's something that isn't stressing me out this year because I've reconnected to the purpose of why I started Utober to begin with. I started Utober a couple years back because I just liked fall more than I liked Christmas. And everybody at the time on YouTube, it was like the time where everyone was doing this thing called Vlogmas. And I think everybody still does it, but it's just a completely different thing now, I guess. I don't know. It just feels like the whole internet has shifted a lot in the last two years or so. But back then it was just people would daily vlog. And instead I was like, you know what, that's really cool, but I kind of want to do that for fall instead. So I came up with Utober where I was going to post every single day leading up to Halloween instead of leading up to Christmas. And that was something I did because I love fall. So fast forward a few years and here I am taking on this crazy pressure that I'm putting on something that I started to just have fun with. So reconnect to your why as to the goals that you're writing down to begin with, and you'll have a general consensus of the direction you're heading in, which is just going to make you feel all the more on your way to a life that resonates with you, you know, that gives you a sense of purpose. And another really important thing to do is take that list or take that general direction. You can write it out in a paragraph even, like, hey, this is where I want to be, like a general letter to the universe just being like, put me here. Or if you want to just put it in point form, if you want to put it in picture form, like dream boards, whatever you want to do. But put this on top of your priority list so that when you're having those days where you're just like, I just don't feel like it today, like I don't have the motivation, I don't feel inspired to do these things, look at why you're doing them or why you said you wanted to do them to begin with. And having them at the top there is going to be such a helpful reminder because the first few days of trying to get back on track, which by the way, are the first few days that I'm going through right now, anytime I feel my confidence or my motivation start to slip because it's always in those first few days that it's easiest to, I look back at that list at the top of the general direction I'm heading in and the bigger goals that I have set for the whole year and the next year after that. And suddenly I'm like, oh yeah, that's why today counts. That's why today matters because eventually today turns into that and I want today to turn into that. So I'm going to go ahead and actually tick the things off my list rather than abandon them and procrastinate another day. The fourth thing I did was created action items and I actually just tried to start doing them. And the only way that you can is to do them one at a time. Okay, this is the biggest like life 
lesson I've learned about myself this year is that I'm really bad at trying to do more than one thing at a time. And so when I created action items out of those goals, so for instance, what I mean is when I said work was going to be a priority and then from there I made Utober the goal and then from there my action item is, okay, what can I do that's Utober related right now? And for me at the time, it was uploading the video that I had finished and I was kind of procrastinating doing it because I didn't feel like putting out the description box and the thumbnail and all that fun stuff. But instead I was like, no, this is an action item that I can do right now. So YouTuber being one of the top three things that I'm focusing on, I'm going to take this time right now, chunk out a 15 minute timer on my phone and sit down and just do it. And boom, it was done. It felt like it was nothing. Something that I was making such a daunting task, something that had been sitting on my to-do list for quite some time, took me 15 minutes and all of a sudden I was like, okay, what's next? Like I was addicted. It's such a fun, like thriving feeling when you actually start to push yourself to your full capacity. Whenever I find myself kind of slipping or multitasking or trying to be too many places at once or do 10 different things at once. One thing I like to remind myself or a mantra that I kind of came up with was become one with priority one. So maybe your first priority thing at this moment isn't going to be the number one thing that you put on your list. Maybe you have to put that aside and drive to pick up somebody from work or maybe you need to cook yourself some dinner because it's time to eat. But no matter what, figure out what priority one is in the present moment and then become one with it and stop thinking about all the other priorities you have on your list. Because all the time, priority one is going to change. Priority one is always just what can you do in this present moment. When you have your priority list, of course, if you have spare time or free time or you're at that point where you're like, okay, what do I need to focus on right now? You can zone in there. But most of the times, the present moment is constantly arriving in front of us and we already know what we should be doing. So become one with it. Do it fully and with full consciousness and with your full attention so that Once it's done, you can actually put it down and put it away and focus on something else. This is such a huge thing because this is stopping you from trying to multitask and trying to be in a million places at once in your brain. And it's going to help you zone in and focus on what you're actually doing. And not only that, this is like the doorway to actually enjoying what you're doing. When you can put your full attention on something, you can have so much more fun with it because you're not thinking about what you might be missing out on or all the other things you need to get done to day or how much time you have left. You're just completely present with something, which is making it so much more fun to do because it becomes just like a cool challenge or a puzzle or a game or things that we used to actively seek out as children. All of the things that happen in our lives are kind of like an adult version of it. So just make it fun, you know, and just zone in and get one with priority one. This mantra saves my life a million times. You guys have no idea. Then next, I feel like it's another important thing to talk about when it comes to surrounding yourself with energy that's going to keep you kind of thriving, you know? (laughs) This is super important and I can do this, I could ramble about doing this at least in a million different ways. For me, I just recently did a huge move to a whole new apartment. And while that is super fun, it can also be super taxing. But instead, I chose to focus on really creating a space that made me feel calm. And the first place that I decided to focus that on was my bedroom. I wanted my bedroom to be super simple. I didn't want there to be any work-related things. I just wanted it to be very me and have my yoga, my guitar, my breakfast tray for my laptop whenever I am using my computer inside my room, and my bed. And that was going to be literally 
it. And it has been one of the most calming atmospheres and thriving and like recharging atmospheres to be around. But this also includes who you're spending time with and what you even choose to put on the background of your phone or if you make a dream board and put it on the back of your door. Surround yourself with as much charging, thriving energy as you can because that's also what's going to fuel the fire that's going to fuel the passion that's going to fuel the energy that keeps you going. It's so important and I feel like it needs to be talked about all the time because environment is a huge thing. We are what we surround ourselves with. And also don't be afraid to talk about these things with other people. Of course, if you're sitting here listening to this podcast episode, then obviously, or hopefully, I mean, this is something that you're actually into. So talk about it with your friends and see who else might be into it and get yourself around good people that kind of do the same things as you do. I swear that's one of the cooler things about moving in recently with a roommate again is being around somebody else that also wants to do a lot of the cool, same, like inspiring things like making dream boards and just making goals and priorities priority lists, and even just talking about the ideas that we have about life. It's such a cool thing to surround yourself with people like that because that collaborative energy is going to keep you fueled and keep you inspired and it's just going to keep you going. And then my last and final tip when it comes to picking up your own slack, aside from, you know, just doing it, like I said last time, is notice where you want to quit because I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to want to quit, especially especially, like I said, in those first few days, that's when it's going to be easiest to quit because you're already used to the habits you are already following through with recently. So if your habit lately has been to procrastinate things or to not work out or to just order food or to sleep in or to stay up super late or whatever your bad habits are, lately, if those have been taking over your life and you've just kind of surrendered to them, that's cool. That's fine. Like we all established already. That's human. But in the beginning stages, and even after the beginning stages, those habits are going to want to tempt you to bring you back into the procrastination and the slacking side. So notice when you start to slip. Notice when you feel yourself kind of giving into that, because that is when you need to sit down and have a quick little chat with yourself until you're either ready to actually get up and follow through or to admit that you don't want it bad enough and that you're ready to just surrender. Because that's okay too. Like I said, there's been a few weeks of me feeling like, okay, day one. Okay, day one. Okay, day one again. And that's fine. I slipped into temptation a lot and I slipped back into slack mode a little bit more than I would have thought I wanted to. But that is totally human and that is totally normal. And I'm using that now to my advantage to kind of be like, interesting, where do I constantly tend to slip up? For me, funny enough, it's always on like Thursdays and Wednesdays. It's either Wednesday night or like Thursday morning where suddenly I'm like, nope, I'm done. And I do the bare ass minimum again until Monday where suddenly I just load up my plate and somehow get it all done. It's a really bad cycle and it's a cycle that I'm trying to cycle back out of. But it's just become a new you know, piece of information about myself that I find very interesting and I'm going to use to my advantage. I now know when I like to quit. And so instead this week, come Wednesday night and Thursday morning, if I feel that temptation slip and if I feel myself wanting to just slack again, that is when I'm going to be like, do you want it bad enough, Kaylin? Like it sounds crazy talking to yourself, even just saying my name right there in the third person sounded weird, but you have to be like, do you want it bad enough? Just really quick ask yourself the minute you want to quit. Look at your list and ask if you want it bad enough, because if you want it bad enough, Jen Sincero would be sitting there snapping her fingers and pointing at us being like, if you wanted it bad enough, you'd find a way. And if you didn't, you'd find an excuse. And there you have it. That is pretty much how I've been picking up my own slack lately and just 
where I've been at mentally, I guess. I feel like this is also kind of like a life update because this has seriously been a very heavy theme this week. I've been thinking about all this stuff a lot and focusing in on my own kind of goals and priority lists a lot, and it's been feeling really good. And like I said, I, I feel like I'm, I haven't perfected it yet. I'm not still fully in thriving girl boss mode or whatever mode you want to call it, but I feel like I'm definitely coming over like the cusp of it. I'm really starting to sink my teeth in and I feel like this week is going to be the first one at least that I really start picking up some slack. So I hope only the same for you guys and Other than that, I hope you also enjoyed today's episode. I am doing some really cool research right now for the Utober episodes. Someone requested on my recent video that I do some spookier stories. So I guess really quick, I just want to run it by you guys that these coffee talks have become kind of something along the lines of giving daily advice in a way, or Monday advice at least, caffeinated advice. And while I really like that, I also feel like it's time that I maybe put the advice cap down and pick up something a little different. So I'm still going to be doing a lot of these pep talks and motivational speaks and just all of the, you know, nitty gritty of how to adult and how to figure out our lives and all that stuff. But I also want to start introducing some other really cool, interesting topics. So I hope you guys are going to be cool with that. And just to give you guys an idea of what I mean, come October, I'm going to be doing all the October podcast episodes every single Monday on like spooky stories and just us drinking a coffee and talking all things ghosts. Is that cool? I hope so. I'm not going to make them too scary, but they're all going to be very festive is all I'm saying. So if you guys have any topic requests, any stories you want in particular or anything like that, just be sure to tweet it, Instagram it, or comment it here on CastBox. And other than that, I love you guys to the stars and back, and I'll talk to you guys over our next hot beverage next Monday. Bye, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. 
American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.